This is a Queensland Department of Education podcast, proudly sponsored by Teachers Mutual Bank, the bank founded by teachers for teachers. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice offered is general financial advice only, and it doesn't take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Because of this, you should consider if the advice is appropriate before acting. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Investing in future generations is something those of us in the education sector are very familiar with. But sometimes it's hard to understand what businesses are doing to look after the health and well-being of our planet and our communities. Hi, I'm Virginia from the Department of Education and joining me is Corin Millay from Teachers Mutual Bank to talk about how we as consumers can hold businesses accountable for their practices. Corin is Head of Socially Responsible Banking at TMB. He is also an internationally recognised sustainability and ESG, environmental, social and corporate governance expert and an early champion of ethical business. Welcome, Corin. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Virginia, and thanks for having me on the show. What is sustainability and what drives your passion around sustainability? Well, sustainability is about the future, and that's, uh, as you said, uh, what we're teaching children at schools about the future generations. So it's very much part of the future. And I guess sustainability means caring for the environment and the community and the world we live in for the longer term. And sustainability is my job, it's my passion, but it's my entire life for which I owe my teacher at school because at age nine, my brilliant geography teacher got me into bird watching and thus inspired my whole career and sustainability journey and that was in the 1970s. So a teacher changed my whole life at school by getting involved and that's what I owe him today to work in sustainability. That's fabulous to hear. Teachers have an amazing impact on children. And I also have many teachers in my family, I think nine at the last count. And my dad worked in a bank. So I think that it's written in the stars that I would end up working sustainability for a bank called Teachers Mutual Bank. As I said, I owe everything to my work and my passion to my teacher from school. Can you help us understand what sustainability at Teachers Mutual Bank Limited entails? Well, yes, our members contribute so much to society. And I think that they deserve a bank that has a positive social impact. I think good people deserve a good bank. Now, our slogan is banking for good for those who do good, and we try to make that happen in practice rather than just be words on a wall. Our aim is to make the whole bank sustainable from the people, processes, the products, the way we run it, and have a holistic view. And our goal has been to be one of the most ethical banks in the world, so we're aiming high to have high standards. We've had a strong focus on the credentials and the proof to to verify that we are who we say we are, sustainability. And of course, what banks do is money. So we have a strong focus on responsible investment, ethical investment that the money that we have and we look after is done for the right things. So I think for us, it's it's not a fad or a fashion. It's essentially what we do as a community bank. And it's exciting. This is the future of companies and where the next gen wants to go to work and what the future generation wants and expects from companies who are part of society. 
When it comes to sustainability, I've heard the term greenwashing. What does that mean? Well, these days, sustainability is very common. I mean, years ago, it was kind of a fringe topic, and I think everyone's got a stake in it, from people to community to governments to companies. And it seems that everyone's sustainable these days, but are they really? And the term greenwashing is really about companies or, or people saying that they're sustainable, but not really doing it in truth. And the regulators are worried about this. So for banks, it's important that the trust in what we say we do about being sustainable is put into practice. So I think that the way to find around that depends greenwashing is, is about certification and proof. If you make a claim, then do you have the evidence? I mean, it's an epidemic. Lots of companies are claiming they're saving the planet, but the planet is still in trouble. And one cure for that epidemic is credentials to have a third party verified source that can audit, I suppose, and test whether your claims are the proof. And that's the path we've gone down about having external certifications, something called B Corp, which is a sort of global standard. It's like the Olympic gold standard of sustainability. And we try to meet those standards to prove that we are what we say we do. What would your top tips be to avoid choosing companies who are greenwashing rather than making a concerted effort in sustainable practices? Well, certainly it seems that every company in Australia is claiming to be sustainable and is doing the right thing. And that can't be true. So really what you have to do is check the label of the claim. For example, uh, you know, my weekly shop, I buy chocolate and I want to know it's sort of sourced sustainably. So I don't know all the information because there's lots of choices. But what I can see on that chocolate bar is the fair trade logo. And to me, that's an indication that there is some certification or some proof externally that it is what it claims it to be. And you can't be checking the labels in detail. For banking, you're, you're essentially either banking with an organization or buying a product like a mortgage or a deposit. So you've got to check the label. As I said, we are certified as a B Corp bank. B Corp is like the Olympic gold of sustainability credentials worldwide. There's only 44 banks in the world who've met that criteria. And that proves uh, to anyone who joins the bank that we have the credentials, which is tested over 300 questions, by the way, that we are, do have social, environmental and governance impact. And we have other credentials like that. It's part of our package and our focus has been not to do flashy green ads or targeting a few green customers, but to guarantee 100% that our bank and its products are certified by external sources using the gold standard for responsible investment. And that allows people to have trust that what we say and what we do is right there. So I think you've got to check the label, really, and uh, check the claims. Following on from that, can you explain more about how sustainability, ethics, social responsibility and corporate governance all work together? Well, these are all the pieces that make up uh, what an organisation does to be a good and ethical bank and an organisation. So there's a lot of pieces to be done in a bank to sort of prove that we can cover all those areas. But for a bank like ours, it's the core business model. I mean, our, our model is a profit for purpose philosophy. It, it drives the entire bank. That impacts our governance, our process, our ethics policies, all the detailed way that the machinery is for running the bank. We're not doing one or two green projects here and there. The whole bank is sustainable and ethical because we want to reassure our members that we are acting for the benefit of people and the community environment. We're not just there to make money. And when you talk about whether an organization is ethical, that's sort of also sort of a moral aspect as well. But I think it's uh, a definition of that is 
what you do when no one's watching. So we're trying to run the whole bank sustainably and ethically. And if you lift the hood of the um, car, you'll see there's a big ethical engine driving us with the certification, the process. And in the end, it's about people making decisions in the right way and how they do that. We want to be able to run our bank ethically so that our members can have trust in how we are and what we do. Given that you're a mutual bank, also known as a customer-owned bank, do you think that makes it easier for you to have that um, environmental, social and corporate governance focus? Without question, being a mutual bank uh, means that sustainability and ethical issues is definitely uh, baked into organisations' culture and history and the way that we operate. I mean, in one way, we're the same as any other bank in terms of we're there and we provide mortgages and uh, visa cards and accounts. So we are the same as any other bank, but we are different. And the way that it's different is that our members own the bank. You know, that's what being a mutual means. So there's no conflict between the shareholder versus the customer because they're one and the same. We're not serving two masters, we're serving one. And profit isn't taken out for shareholders, but retained in the business. There's no dividend. So everything in the bank is owned and run by the members for the members. And that's a powerful way of running a business uh, for for their good, not for someone else's. And it means that not everything is judged on the payback for six months. Uh, so it means we can think longer term and we know more about the value of things and the price of things. And it was Oscar Wilde that said that a fool is someone who knows the price of everything and the value of nothing. And profits are a lifeblood of any business, but they're not the sole driver. And I think that people expect their bank to operate ethically, and I think that mutual banks is a way that that's proven in the way the whole organisation operates. So do you think that um, sustainability and ethics have to come at a financial cost? I think for many of us, particularly at the moment, with the cost of living increases, it feels like the focus is often just needs to be on survival. Is it a choice between our individual well-being and that of society? Well, I think in the old days... It was hard between neither or, but I think these days with much more sustainability going on in the market by governments and by people and communities, you don't need to choose cost over availability. I mean, what there is, is there's a cost of research to find out. I mean, a lot of products can be cheaper with recycling and solar and things like that, but it is confusing. You know, as I say, I went to my weekly shop, I look at the tuna and there's 50 cans and they all say they're dolphin friendly, but I've got to work out which one is that, and then probably the price will be the same. What do we offer as a bank? I think we can guarantee 100% that there's no extra cost for anything ethical. It's in the price, it's in the products, and there is zero extra cost. You're simply looking at a product from our bank, a mortgage or a deposit or transaction account that's the same. So we can reassure people that there'll be no levy, no extra cost, and that our money is invested responsibility. So joining our bank means you can do good with your money at no extra cost, and you can feel good about that. And that's, uh, I guess that's the core principle of how we operate across the whole bank, not a couple of sort of green extras. Um, so it's built in, not bolted on. I know for myself and for a lot of people, we'd like to make a difference, but sometimes the choices and information can be really quite overwhelming. What would be some good, simple things that we can do to make a difference? Well, certainly there's a growing tide of socially aware consumers who are looking at banks and super funds and what their practices are. I mean, I think there's generally been a rise of ethical consumers from solar to organics to keep cups to plastics. So 
those consumer things are very easy to see. And there's lots of top five lists out there of what you can do for your home. It's what you purchase. And I think that banking is a bit more, it's hard to see compared to a solar panel or a kind of keep cup, but you're still purchasing a product. And I think what's changed is that you, know, you can make a difference by what you purchase. It's not really about protesting or placard waving anymore. And you can, if you like, vote with your wallet. And there's lots more purpose-led companies out there. I think people are realizing that uh, your bank and your super can make a difference because the money you have in it. So, for example, you might spend $20 in a keep cup, but your mortgage could be $300,000. And that's, that's thousands of times more difference. So money has an impact. If you want to look at all the banks, there's 140 odd banks in Australia with four big ones. So you can pick and choose between banks about which ones are more sustainable and encourage people to to check it out and see if they want to pick a more sustainable bank. In summary, your advice to us would be to do our homework and shop around? Well, I think everyone's got a bank account or a mortgage, more or less. And I think most people are with the, the big four. And what we're encouraging people to look at is the other alternatives that are uh, perhaps got a, a better price and a better sustainability record. So there are other banks in the market, apart from the ones you see. We're not well known, but we are a bank for teachers, built by teachers, and we have a very strong, stable and ethical track record. And if if that's what you like, then you can make a difference by, by moving banks in the same way you can make a difference by shopping for solar or keep cup. And I think shopping around for, for finance is also part of the sustainability journey that anyone can do. So we encourage people to check us out online and see if you like us, then make that part of your consideration. Thanks for your time, Corin. You've definitely given us something to think about. Thanks very much. I've been guided by my teacher from the 1970s, so I'm still going strong on what I learned at school. Oh, that's wonderful to hear. Thank you. You have been listening to a Queensland Department of Education podcast. The Department of Education acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands from across Queensland. We pay our respects to the elders past and present. They hold the memories, the traditions, the culture and hopes of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples.